Naomi. Hey, Bex. Knock, knock. Who's there? Snow. Snow? Snow who? <laughs> Snow time to waste. It's almost Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Ba-da-ba-ba-da-bow. Pew. Oh, what a wait. Like, what a final joke for the season. What I've been saving joke. knock knock jokes just to make sure I didn't ruin it by overdoing them. So I'm glad you appreciate. I did. I did very much. <laughs> it's it's a format of joke that I uh, struggle with myself. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we do the thing? Yes. Welcome, Welcome to Jingle, Jingle Bells. Bells. I'm Beck. And I'm Naomi. And we're here to talk about Christmas movies. We are, for the final time this season. <laughs> oh, but it's still oh, Christmas oh. here at Jingle Bells. Yay! Yay. Um, we're here for the seventh day of Christmas. And the final episode of season three. And what a season it's been. Wild. Amazing, brilliant. Thank you so much to everyone who's listened and supported mm-hmm. us on coffee and left us a review and tweeted at us and just just shared with anyone, including yourself. We we hope we have made some dark days of December brighter for you with yeah. our ridiculousness. And we really appreciate your your time uh in listening to our weird little silly little podcast. Yeah. And like thank you for sticking with us from the end of October. We know <laughs> we know how people feel about the earliness of Christmas, but you know, that's why we start with the Halloween episode. Um, how else how else are we meant to do twenty episodes if we don't start in October? I know, I know. There's only so many weeks before Christmas, like Absolutely. No, people are gonna have to get used to it. Also, we're gonna be back for longer next year. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is not safe from the jingle bells. <laughs> you just can't contain us to December, you know? So much Christmas magic to share. Absolutely. We will do our best to not do it before Halloween. We will be yeah. releasing episodes before Thanksgiving, but we will try to keep Halloween as the the last the last fighting chance of holding back <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, we we will be back. We will. We've really enjoyed this season. And yeah, just keep an eye it's out for more treat. news soon. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I, I also want to take this moment to say mm-hmm. thank you, Jingle Boy, for listening to all of our episodes and editing mm-hmm. them and making us sound less terrible. You are great. <laughs> Three cheers for Jingle Boy. Hip, hip. Hooray. Hip, hip. Hooray. Hip, hip. Hooray. Yeah. Yeah. A really special thank you and shout out to our jingle boy, Mark Galley. He is the one that listens to all of our rambling. You guys get the best oh, bits. Hell yeah. Can you even imagine <laughs> what he's cool. listening to? Yeah. He's he's done an amazing job this season from his comedic timing to adding in music to finding all of Bex's jingles. <laughs> like it's, yeah. So he's many. worked very, very hard. But also, an amazing thank you to to Bex for providing all of our artwork this year. It has been fantastic. Go check it out on socials. You know, she's done a fantastic job of recreating yeah. all of the movie posters. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and a fab. big thank mm-hmm. you to Naomi, who's done literally everything else for this podcast <laughs> other than that. So thank you, Naomi. Happy anniversary. Happy Christmas movie friendship anniversary. I know. Oh, it's our anniversary today. Yes, oh. yes it is. Ah. Oh, and it's, it's also your anniversary of getting engaged, it's my engagement is it not? Anniversary. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It was my last engagement anniversary because then the next things I'll be celebrating is my wedding anniversary, Woo. which is probably a really nice way to bring us to today's <laughs> spectacle. Uh, I don't even know what I refer to it as uh, other than a spectacle. Mm-hmm. I think spectacle is, um, is pretty good. <laughs> okay. So we're, we're today we're here. We're talking about Christmas Wedding Planner. Mm-hmm. It is available on Netflix. I strongly recommend that you watch it. <laughs> Not because it's good, but because it's fucking wild. Yeah. A, a very entertaining is what I will say it is. It's mm. ridiculous. So that we will be spoiling some big yeah. twists and turns. So if you are looking for something that's like really stupid to watch, this mm-hmm. is a great one to do. Go and watch it and then come and listen to us rant about it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a doozy. Uh, and with, without further ado, yeah. 
let me get into the, the <laughs> final synopsis time jingle of this year. Last synopsis time jingle of the year. And this movie was really <gasps> weird. Next year, we'll be back with more stuff. But for this year, this is the last jingle. Jingle. <laughs> You really did save the best one for last. I really thought your Thanks. Felice Navidad one yesterday was great. But, it's been a pretty uh, good couple of days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see why you've saved these ones for these particular films. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, so while planning her cousin's lavish wedding, Kelsey Wilson's world is turned upside down when private investigator Connor McLean shows up. Connor, hired by an unnamed source, disrupts the upcoming nuptials but manages to win Kelsey's heart. Yeah, I will say, uh... <laughs> I don't read the bios before we watch the movies. I just like get mm. the name of the movie and find out where it is. And I just sit down and watch it, right? Yeah. And I don't look at this. So I had no fucking clue he was going to be a private investigator. Oh. And I can I just say, <laughs> I lost my fucking mind when it was a private investigator. I was like, what? What even is it? Okay, great. Uh, we will get into all of it. There's some wild shit in this film that we got to talk about. But oh, first, yeah. we've got to talk about our who's who of who's not. Um, mm-hmm. You know, our leading lady, our leading gentleman, mm-hmm. and our leading everyone else. There's been a lot of random people in this movie who were not yeah. named, which is not great. But, no. you know, whatever. It's fine. We're going to highlight those people with their very specific and given character names. Because I feel like they need a little bit of a spotlight. Um, yeah. First up, we have our leading lady, though, Jocelyn Hooden as Kelsey. She's been in a bunch of holiday movies, including Baby, It's Cold Outside in 2021 and The Christmas Cure in 2017. She also had cameos in Good Witch, Lost Girl and Criminal Minds. And she was one of the lead characters in The Strain as well, which was made by Guillermo del Toro. Then we have Stephen Huzar as Connor. He's had cameos in Supernatural and The Flash. He's been in a few holiday movies as well, like Homecoming for the Holidays in 2019, Mistletoe Magic also in 2019, Christmas in the Rockies in 2020, Time for Us to Come Home for Christmas in 2020, Undercover Holiday in 2022, and Christmas in Rockwell in 2022. That's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. I think his entire career might be Christmas movies. So Cameos <laughs> in, uh, yeah, cameos in fucking uh dc adventures and then christmas films and that's it no in between no no why 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 change a formula it's clearly working for him at this point (laughs) fucking hell i know so next up we've got kelly rutherford as aunt olivia uh she was lily in gossip girl and she's had cameos in jane the virgin quantico and bones Uh, but like you'll have seen her in a bunch of other stuff She's quite usually yeah. like she's often, one of uh, those recognizable faces. Yeah, she's usually cast as, cast as like rich, powerful white lady. There you go. That's, yeah, that's her usual mo. Um, we've then got Rebecca Dalton as Emily. So she's also had cameos in Lost Girl, Suits, and Good Witch, and she's been in holiday TV movies: A Perfect Christmas in 2015, Christmas in Paris in 2019, Santa's Squad in 2020, and A Tiny Home for Christmas in 2022. She was also recently in TV movie For the Love of Pasta. Haven't Just we spoken about that this year already? For the for... Love of Pasta? No, we were talking Wasn't someone about... someone else in For the Love of Pasta? So somebody else was in Santa's Squad. I think that I'm was... I'm really sure we've spoken about For the Love of Pasta. Are you thinking about Christmas al dente? <laughs> Christmas al dente. I'm so sorry. Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yep, I was. <laughs> that's absolutely fine. I was like, so that's why I wanted to put it in there. I was like, gotta talk about Christmas al dente next year. There you go. Great. Movies themed around pasta. Why the fuck not? Holy shit, I would be down. <laughs> We've also got Eric Hicks as Todd. He's been in TV movies Christmas Catch in 2018 and Love in Harmony Valley in 2020. And he's also had cameos in The Strain and Quantico as well. Then we've got Joey Fatone as George, famously in Boy Band NSYNC. Um, hell yeah he is yeah and then he's had cameos in kim possible hannah montana and my big fat greek wedding too um great that- movies big fat greek wedding i've seen greek fat big fat greek wedding one i don't know yeah. if i've seen big fat greek wedding two um hmm. i think it's one of those ones that's on at like christmas time as well 
So, Sweet. you know, you, you maybe have seen it in passing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, next up, we've got our three unnamed characters. Literally unnamed. Um, this is so rude that I, I couldn't know. even give them a fucking name. Crazy. So we've got Melinda Shankar as Jealous Bridesmaid. Um, she appears to be the lead in the Christmas with a Prince series. Not to be confused with Wait. a Christmas Prince. Um, Christmas with a Prince. Christmas with a Prince, yeah. A series. It's a series. So there was a Christmas with a Prince 1 in 2018. Then right. there was Christmas with a Prince 2 becoming royal in 2019. So basically the royal engagement, uh-huh. the getting married one. And if then- you say the next one is a baby one, I swear to God, I'm going to lose well. my fucking mind. Strap oh, no. in, because the third one is Christmas with the Prince, the Royal Baby, which came out no. in 2021. <laughs> Wait, these are like two years after the Christmas Prince I know. movies. Is this a direct rep? Wait, these are on the list for next year. We have yeah. to look at these. We can watch oh, these. Oh my it's fine. goodness. Great. <laughs> next up, we've got Gabrielle Graham as Clumsy Bridesmaid. So she's had right. cameos in The Bull Type and Kim's Convenience, and she's also been in holiday movies, Hometown Holiday in 2018, and Marry Me This Christmas in 2020. Oh. Yeah. Great. Finally, we have Samantha Hill as Bitter Bridesmaid. <laughs> so she's been in holiday movies, A Christmas Break in 2020, Christmas on Fifth Avenue in 2021, and A Candlelit Christmas in 2022. She also appeared in What We Do in the Shadows as well. Oh, great. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So I wanted to put a spotlight on those three because they are not given names. This is all they are called yeah. throughout the entire film. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's also horrible. really weird. So so one of the, obviously, as we mentioned earlier, I am affianced and I'm due to be mm-hmm. married. Uh, and I have bridesmaids. And I don't think I would pick bridesmaids who were jealous or clumsy or bitter. That doesn't mm. feel like the good fit of who you want supporting you on the day. Mm. But, you know, whatever. We'll not think about it too hard. It's fine. Yeah, we'll not think about it too hard. Totally fine. Fine. I will say, some of my critiques of this movie is about the ridiculousness of picking your cake for your wedding two days before your wedding and all of that yeah. bullshit. Uh, so we will get into it. We will talk <laughs> all about it. There is a lot to cover. So strap oh in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to kick off with our Christmas criteria and then we're probably going to freak out for yeah. 40 yeah. to 50 minutes. <laughs> If not longer at this point. Like, let's yeah, see. for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so Christmas criteria. Um, I did the tree count. I haven't been counting for very long in the movies this season, I will admit that. But like, there have been a lot of trees in these things. So for this one, we had 28 trees at 2 minutes and 8 seconds. It did take a while to see the first one. But there was a whole bunch in the coffee shop when she first meets Connor and then also the, like there's wreaths and like Christmas present like wall art and stuff. It is definitely, definitely festive. Yeah, 100%. Um, we've got Christmas baking. It's a Christmas wedding. Like there's Christmas parties and stuff as well. There's um, baking with a very stressed out chef. Like they go wedding dress shopping. There are trees everywhere. There's like Christmas pasta, Christmas lobster. The only thing that I was disappointed in, there was no like, cheesy jumpers but these are all like rich upper class white people maybe they don't well, do that well they would like you <laughs> to believe that they were rich upper class white people I don't know why they dressed them so poorly but we'll get there it's we will. fine mm-hmm. but no there was no doubt in my mind that this was festive like all of the yeah. outfits were kind of red and green and stuff like that and then yeah, like, yeah. again same deal at any point where there was a flat surface there was something Christmassy on it that's yeah, just the 100%. way it goes. Mm-hmm. The same six items just moved around the set <laughs> yeah. over and over and over again. I, what, we're going to give you a little, uh, a little. I'm going to give you a little tidbit here. If you mm. are a Christmas movie fan and you are browsing for something to watch and you want to know whether something is good or something is trash, yeah. If it does not have a trailer <laughs> made for the movie, it's going to be bad. That's just how yeah. it be. I don't mm-hmm. make the rules. I didn't create this. But there is no trailer for no. this one. No. We just have to dive right in. And oh boy, do we. Uh, yeah, 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 we do. So we might as well, as well. Um, it's It starts with Kelsey. She's planning her cousin's wedding. Um, it is, yeah. I personally don't know, like maybe you can give some more insight into the specs. Okay. But would, like I know it's not necessarily like a doctor-patient thing, but would you plan a family member's wedding? 
would you do that? Uh, okay. So, so here's here's the deal. So she's doing that. If she was just, I'm the maid of honor of this mm. wedding, and mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure it goes off without a hitch. Yeah, that is a very very different thing to I am a professional wedding planner yes. being paid, right? Because mm-hmm. presumably she's getting paid to plan this wedding, and that is the thing. And this is mm-hmm. my first gig, and it's for my cousin, who's basically my sister because my mm-hmm. aunt raised me. That is, it's a different situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, each to their own. Mm. I don't know whether this, she was getting paid to do this. <laughs> I don't know, actually. I don't think she was because her aunt was talking to her about her getting exposure because, you know, we love to be paid in exposure um, oh, from like a reporter that was at the engagement party. So I don't know yeah, if she was, was getting the paid. Wedding. Hmm. Like celebrity wedding style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was weird. I, I admit, I imagined that we could deduce more if we had read the source material <laughs> that it yes. come from, which I'm assuming is nothing but the highest quality of hmm. uh, literature that we could possibly find. Yeah, so the film is also based on a Harlequin book called Once Upon a Wedding by Stacey Connolly and... Um, like, you want the first it's everything paragraph you can imagine of the, is. The, the, the... Oh my thing? god, yes, I yeah. really do. Okay, right, I've got the blurb. I'm not going to read you the first paragraph of the book, but the blurb is also wonderful. So, getting cold feet isn't unusual, except I'm not the bride. I'm Kelsey Wilson, the wedding planner. My job is to make sure my cousin's nuptials go off without a hitch. My business depends on it. But how am I supposed to do that with Connor McLean back in town? The drop-dead gorgeous P.I. has his reasons for making sure this wedding doesn't happen. Problem is, now he's got me thinking about that once-in-a-lifetime walk down the aisle. Which is crazy. Connor and I couldn't be more wrong for each other. Then why does it feel so right when he takes me in his arms? I'd better watch out or the next wedding I plan might be my own. There you go. Wow, that is fucking awful. I love it. Uh, It came out in 2009. Like it is. Is it really that long ago? Yeah, it came out in two thousand nine. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, it does certainly feel that way. That it came mm-hmm. out in two thousand nine. I thought it was twenty seventeen for some reason. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. the book came out in two thousand nine. Oh yeah, sorry, the book came out in two thousand nine. This film came out in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. I think we really have to talk a little bit about the way that they wanted to show off, Ke- like. The mechanics of this movie mm. are weird. I we we've mm. already we've spoken about this before in movies such as like Love Hard and other mm-hmm. movies where they use texting yes. as a way to basically put in exposition. Mm-hmm. And I spent a lot of this movie going, "Who the fuck is she actually talking yeah. to?" Because she's saying all of this stuff aloud. Mm. Mm-hmm. in front of people but not to them directly yeah and i was like i think they're trying to do like a flea bag thing but they are really missing the mark uh on it yeah it, that one was odd and that was a question that i had repeatedly throughout my notes i was like who is she texting who could she possibly be texting and then yeah. we got a little bit further on and i was like i bet it's someone that's dead yeah it's it, not it was great. gonna be someone yeah. Someone who's dead. So it turns out that Kelsey is texting her mom throughout this whole thing. And I was really, really, really hoping and praying that they weren't going to then use those texts to, like, you know, do some sort of horrible public confrontation. And they didn't. Yeah. Which I really appreciated. But, like, I was guessing along with the whole film, I was like, does her aunt have her mom's phone? And she's been reading yeah. this text, which is why she's kind of softened to Kelsey a little bit. Like, what, what is going to happen? But I have really got the fear from all of these I texts. was really confused. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was so confused because Kelsey really set up her aunt to be like, this bitch, she's mm. a control freak, blah, 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 blah. And actually, Kelsey's aunt was like trying to do her best mm. to install mm-hmm. good lessons and like protect her. And, you know, was kind of, you know, while a bit passive aggressive because she was mm. annoyed about stuff. Yeah. I don't feel like she treated Kelsey and Emily differently in terms mm. of like mm-hmm. well you're only my niece so i'm not going to treat you as nice or anything it wasn't anything like that at all mm-hmm. so it was um yeah it was interesting because she was like actually pretty reasonable yeah. like at, at yeah. most points i thought that she did a pretty i mean 
Christmas movie levels of reasonable. There are yeah. later points in this movie where everyone is unreasonable. Oh, um, yeah. So that's a, it's a different thing. Mm-hmm. But I really expected her, like, there was a moment where, like, you know, she fucked mm. up, or, like, Kelsey fucked up, and I really expected Aunt Olivia to go mental. But mm-hmm. she didn't. She, like, minimized the situation, explained where it is, like, yeah. all of this kind of shit. Yeah, it was interesting. And she didn't, mm-hmm. like, control either of their decisions, though she had strong opinions yeah. about the wedding, which is fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird. Aunt Olivia was fine. Yeah, she was I fine. I think she did a good job. She mm-hmm. was probably like the least offensive actress. Actually, no, I think Emily was cute as a button. Mm-hmm. I think she was like really nice and super vacuous to have no character yeah. at all, was just there to be like, I am a bride getting married. Ha ha. And that was her <laughs> whole character. Like there was no real levels. There no. was no like depth or whatever. There was not like there was nice moments and they yeah. I think they did okay. I think they yeah, did okay. It was, it was all right. Like, I'm not going to lie. I spent a good portion of this movie thinking that Kelsey was actually called Cassie. So Yeah. I, the only reason I knew it was Kelsey is because I have, I watch movies with subtitles. Uh, that is the only reason. Yes. No, I completely misheard and thought that her name was Cassie for at least, like, half an hour of this film until someone called her Kelsey directly. And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, cool. Can I ask but, like, a question? Hmm. Do you think Connor's surname is McLean because of Die Hard? Yes, I think so, 100%. When I read that, I was like, it is definitely a Die Hard reference. It has to be. Like, I can't imagine anything else. And I bet that the writer that put that in thought they were being really fucking clever as well. Really clever. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. It didn't escape my notice either. I was like, are you fucking serious? Uh, Especially because he was a PI. And I was like, right, okay, so you couldn't make him a cop, but like, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's do the next best thing seems reasonable like emily was super adorable um she was just a vessel bless her yeah i desperately want to talk to you about this wedding dress because i had feelings but you have picked your own wedding dress so i'm sure you have even bigger feelings about the wedding dress that emily chooses so there's the Wilson fam. There's two wedding dresses. There's the Wilson family wedding yes, dress. Yes, yes. So like, oh, this is our family dress. And it mm-hmm. looks like something that was straight out of 2000s. So I don't know who, how it could possibly be a family dress because mm. it's so modern looking. It also is so... Wedding dresses, you can really tell mm. the price tag. Not always to like, you know, the it's the, the wine thing, right? Mm-hmm. You reach a certain point where the what you start not paying for the wine and just paying for the label of the wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the point that, that, you know, where I think there's everything that has a fully expensive end has that, right? Mm-hmm. My dress is, I would say, is a reasonably priced dress. It is under a thousand pounds, which mm-hmm. many people will think either is that is really fucking expensive, depending, mm-hmm. or that is not very expensive at all because it's a wedding dress. Mm-hmm. And it feels expensive and it's thick and it's like keeps the shape. And it is not translucent. It is not fucking see-through <laughs> because it's a fucking wedding dress, right? Yeah. And it was like, I hated the Wilson family dress. And she was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to wear my Wilson family dress. And I was like, that's totally reasonable. That mm-hmm. dress is hideous. And then she walks out in effectively a fucking curtain. Yeah, right? that's bad. It's, been, it's like <laughs> curtain fabric that's like not mm-hmm. even really white, not really silver. It has yeah. like an awful patterning to it. There's mm-hmm. a tacky belt, a fucking awful fake faux fur shawl yeah. over it. It's short <laughs> at the front and long at the back. And I was like, uh-huh. what the fuck is this? Just a mess. Just I an absolute it. mess of a dress. It was really bad i thought most outfits in this movie were pretty bad yeah i i kelsey was agree. chronically underdressed mm-hmm. everywhere every time she went to a fancy party she's in fucking boots mm-hmm. or she's like wearing a red dress and black tights and i'm like no emily <laughs> no not emily no kelsey no it was just it was just bad uh, no, she's no. you know I think she looks cute as a button. Mm-hmm. Like the actress, she's like very sweet looking. Yeah. But yeah, this movie was so strange. The, mm. the oh, that wedding mm-hmm. dress it really is fucking heinous. The, the wedding just, dress is awful. Bad. Like I, I get that you know we had jealous, bitter, and clumsy in there, but like Kelsey and Emily are supposed to have this really co- close relationship. And honestly, if my cousin came out in that wedding dress, I'd be like, girl, no. What what happened to you? Did you yeah. Like, did you I hit mean, your head in the changing room? Like, yeah. no, go fucking change. Like, you know. Saw the incense in there. It made her fucking high. I must have done, because that dress was it hideous. Was, it came, she it came out in really it. really bad. She came out in it, and bless Jingle Boy, I scared the shit out of him, because I was like, no fucking way. And it was just because I was like, there's no way that 
somebody in the wardrobe department thought that that was acceptable, right? Like, they must have run out of budget, surely. I just I just don't understand. I feel like maybe they partnered with, like, a specific designer, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe that was sort of the vibe was, like, oh, I'm going to partner with this designer for this movie, and they're going to mm. provide us with a couple dresses. Great, sure, fine, absolutely, whatever. Yeah. I'm more down for that. But, like... But their designer was carpet right. And... Yeah, the designer <laughs> was, like oh i hate this woman i'm gonna give her the ugliest (laughs) dress in the world it was just bad it Mm. really was and like we've seen our fair share of ugly dresses right it was poorly fitted Mm -hmm. i hated the collar rough little shawl thing that she had which i've seen a lot for like wintery weddings Mm -hmm. Uh, my Mm -hmm. cousin alex who is a big listener of our podcast hi alex love you she had a (laughs) beautiful wedding and it was like snowy and obviously there was issues because people couldn't get there and i'm sure that must have been very annoying for her but like it really Mm -hmm. made it like so magical and she had like welly boots and she didn't have a fucking shitty ugly dress she had a really nice dress and i don't understand why just because you go christmas that you gotta go oh it's christmas let's make it the tickety tackiest thing in the fucking world that's what they did to her and i felt bad like it was good yeah it was great i felt bad for emily in general like she mm-hmm. had a really fucking rough hand of it this entire movie oh God, yes. um, <laughs> like the whole time and then they stick her in an ugly dress and then they don't mm-hmm. give her the time that she deserves and it no, was rude it was it definitely was like it would have been nice to see more of the wedding like planning stuff and like some more I don't know, joyful and friendly moments. Because again, there's no real chemistry between uh, Emily and her bridesmaids. Like, she isn't... No. Yeah, she seems friendly with them and stuff, but it seems like she's run out of people or her top people said no and she's stuck with these three, which is also rude to them. But you know what I mean? Like, nobody... Again, no one's giving her advice. Everybody's just kind of like, yeah, you go out in that ugly, weird fluffy silver dress that that's fine that's definitely what people should get married in and then she has the one friend the jealous friend who's like this is my dream wedding and i'm like is it really do you Why? also not have friends she's like <laughs> she's there like oh my god it's like you read my diary and yeah. picked my perfect dress and i was like why would you want to wear this fucking ugly mm-hmm. dress like are you high yeah was everybody high in this film possibly to be honest possibly entirely yeah. possible I, yeah there's there's a lot going on with this film which is why we're going around in circles about many different things but oh i don't know should we talk about emily's okay tragic story and talk about like yeah. the the big I'm... elephant in this room <laughs> yes yeah yeah absolutely so like emily's story is one thing and i, I wanted just to to bring this to light as well is that this movie is set up that kelsey and emily are like friends friends and kelsey yep. and her mom and her mom was unwell was uh, like moved into their house with Aunt Olivia mm-hmm. and Aunt Olivia helped to raise Emily and look after her mom and all of that. So I don't understand yeah. why she, why Aunt Olivia was set up to be a bad guy because mm-hmm. she was doing this really nice, like charitable thing yeah. and like supporting her family and whatever. Fucking great. But if Emily was there yeah, and, and Kelsey were there and mm-hmm. they were living in the same house mm-hmm. and Emily was dating Connor, how yep. the fuck did Kelsey not know that Emily dated a guy called Connor. You're living in the same fucking house. Apparently it was a huge deal and she was heartbroken yeah. when she got dumped on Christmas and you're going to be there and say that you don't know fucking shit about it? What mm-hmm. the hell? When did that happen? Because she was there from like being four years old. Yeah. Very confused. Very confused as to why that didn't happen. So anyway, that's quite Connor interesting. Is a PI. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's quite interesting because at no point are we like aware of what their ages actually are either. So I don't know if... Yeah. Kelsey was away at college and Emily was still at home or what that situation was. But yes, it was very, very no strange idea. that they're set up as family and at no point does Kelsey seem to know who Connor is. But he knows who she is. Like, Oh, he knows everything about her because he is a private investigator. He and he learned that Aunt <laughs> Olivia loves blueberry scones. <laughs> yes. Fucking yes, stupid. I can't believe their first conflict was over a blueberry scone. Yeah, oh. Uh, I didn't mind that though. I was like, mm-hmm. ha, that's funny. I thought at first, when we first met him, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe he's the groom, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's mm-hmm. going to be the conflict of like, she's having this, like, she's emotion. This is what I thought the movie was going to be, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought it was going to be 
this is an arranged marriage between two rich families to secure mm-hmm. fortune and whatever. And there is an expectation on him to marry Emily and Emily's just excited to be getting married and she doesn't really give a fuck about Connor, mm-hmm. but she is interested in a wedding and she needs her wedding to be perfect, right? Yeah. And she's doing full bridezilla energy. And I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be that Kelsey would meet Connor and they would have like a genuine connection mm-hmm. and a genuine thing and whatever. And that would be the conflict. She's like, well, you're marrying my cousin. And he's mm-hmm. like, but I don't love her just for the you know it's just for title and point and whatever mm-hmm. and that's what i thought the movie was going to be about mm-hmm. i could not have been more fucking wrong no right? <laughs> let's talk about it i we're busted we're ready we've got to talk about it poor fucking emily so oh, connor yeah. p- private investigator connor mclean i'm a bad guy <laughs> and i wear leather jackets and i'm smarmy and a bit of a dick right he mm-hmm. comes in and Kelsey's like, oh, I'm like Kelsey and I'm so, look at me with my Mary Sue energy as mm. my hair just happens to get in my face all the time. And oops, I'm such a clot, so I'm going to fall <laughs> over, right? <laughs> like two of my least favorite tropes in mm-hmm. romantic movies. And they were like, what if they fell in love? And I'm like, what if they didn't? What if yeah. this was anything else? They shouldn't have. They really shouldn't have. Yeah. Like Kelsey was giving me very big Kimmy Schmidt energy throughout this whole thing like yeah. i'm surprised oh, she didn't yeah. have a, a backpack on and just constantly wearing bright colors and <laughs> yeah put her hair in scrunchies like amelia yeah. clark in uh, that movie with sam kaplan uh, and yeah. the disabled guy which is kind of weird you should hire disabled actors to play disabled parts but whatever mm-hmm. yeah that is like that kind of vibes like the colorful tights and yep. the bright patterns and it's christmas like that's what yeah. i was expecting of her and she didn't mm-hmm. really deliver that i was like okay no fine. But she did, I think, carry this with her energy. Like, I would watch her in another film because she was, I think she was quite good as a lead. I just don't think she was given, like, a particularly great thing to work with. She was doing what she she could with what she had. Like, she really was. (laughs) I I did feel for her. She was solo bailing out water in this sinking ship of a movie, um, loosely held together by hope. I don't know. Anyway um yeah so kelsey plans his wedding connor comes along they fight about nothing um and and the nothings include the blueberry scone and also kelsey gets the wrong end of the stick because her aunt is lacking the appropriate information and like she tries to kick connor out of a party he's just constantly fucking belittling her like honestly i'm surprised that at no point during this film did he pat her patronizingly on the head like yeah, I, am I did. Genuinely it was really surprised. that vibe. Yeah, it, it was, was really just that, that vibe. Um, like you know, he's he, essentially without calling her useless at several points in this film, he calls her useless and is like yeah. determined to do all of this on his own. Like he's not a particularly, I don't know, he's not like a good male lead, but he just wasn't suitable for this film. Also, like I th- I couldn't tell anyone's age because he looked really old. He yeah. looked really young. She like, looked like she was twelve years old. Yeah, it was crazy. And then, should we just jump to the end? Because, like, I can't think about anything but the end of this film. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so he's a PI and he's been, he's been hired by a miscellaneous source yeah. to investigate Todd, Emily's fiancé, who mm-hmm. we know literally nothing about, who is uh, just an empty space. Of mm-hmm. them. It's just like, oh, look, Emily's getting married to any white man. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> Emily's potentially terrible fiancé, mm-hmm. right? And they're like investigating and he's effectively manipulating her into mm-hmm. working with him because she, he needs access to loads of stuff and she's yeah. a wedding planner so she has access to it. That mm-hmm. is not how it was framed. It wasn't yeah. addressed that that is what it, the situation was, mm-hmm. but that was 100% what the situation was. And yeah. I thought when he said he was a private investigator at first, I was like, haha, that's really funny. What a great mm-hmm. joke. Oh no, no, he literally Yeah, is. he's actually. And he's, in, <laughs> and he's they're investigating Todd uh-huh. And they find like there's a misunderstanding. Mm. Todd is being, you know, she accuses Todd of cheating on yeah. Emily with the woman from the bridal shop, where actually mm-hmm. it turns out he is just going to buy Emily's wedding dress. And yep. that's, and you know, she gave him a nice discount. So he's taking her out for a drink for a thank you. And it's like, oh, awkward, cringe, whatever. Yeah. And then stuff goes off the rails. <laughs> yes. Yes. It truly, truly does. As if that wasn't bad enough like get to the wedding day yeah. and this is after we've done all of our standard bullshit we've had a lovely little montage of kelsey and connor sitting in a truck um we've probably had a few more other points of conflict by this this time and 
the wedding day is the biggest car crash. What the fuck is happening? I can't I believe this is happening. Like twenty minutes of a film. Like yeah, holy fucking shit. So yeah, we're at the wedding. Everything appears to be going smoothly. Kelsey and Todd have made up. She's apologized for accusing him of cheating with Michelle, the the bridal shop receptionist. And um, that's about where things stop being quote unquote like normal, right? Mm-hmm. After that, we're at the altar, and you can feel it in the air. Someone's going to object to this marriage. They just are, right? It's Connor. Surprise, surprise. He's back. He's objecting, and then Bex, do you want to do you want to tell us what happens next? <laughs> they object to the wedding. <laughs> Everyone. Oh, oh my goodness, Connor, I can't believe you're here. Kelsey's enraged. Connor, I can't believe you'd interrupt my cousin's wedding. We've already proven that Todd's got nothing in his closet. He's not hiding anything. Mm. Oh, shit, Kels. Strap in, it turns out I'm wrong. (laughs) Here is this pregnant waitress who was in a scene for six seconds Mm. and I gave my card to. Oh, my goodness, a pregnant waitress? Wow. She's pregnant with Todd's baby. She's pregnant with Todd's baby. There is no indication of this. At no point in the movie that they really... Because this is the thing, is they could have put in more moments, right, to Uh make her think that Todd was cheating. Have Mm -hmm. her be, like, on a suspicious phone call that when he sees her, he hangs up and, like, all of this stuff. And then when he does the thing with the wedding dress scene, you think that explains all of it. But no, no, no. There's no. A, there's another. There's a second woman for Todd. Yep. Anyway, it turns out they pay. They like fired her, right? Yep. Which I'm pretty sure is like hella fucking illegal. You can't get mm-hmm. rid of someone for being pregnant. No. Um, like that is against the law, right? That's mm-hmm. just how it be. Turns out Todd scumbag. Emily devastated, crying, <laughs> screaming, wailing, not understanding what is going on. She flees from the church. She mm-hmm. runs out. Todd's family is there. Todd tries to chase after her. Aunt Olivia trips him up. Ha <laughs> ha, hilarious. Love that for you, Aunt Olivia. <laughs> Kelsey rushes out to go and comfort her cousin. Mm-hmm. They sit there. Emily's like, I'm so stupid. How did I not see this? And Kelsey's mm-hmm. like, no, you want to know. And they're having a beautiful moment of like friendship and solidarity in this moment of for a bride on her wedding day in front of her to be humiliated in front Mm -hmm. of her entire family to be there and to be made a fool of yeah heartbreaking tragic anyway connor walks out (laughs) he just comes out and emily the bride on her Mm -hmm. wedding day goes i'll give you two a minute okay bye and she just like toddles off and she's fine she's just like oh todd who who cares (laughs) she fucking she leaves she just leaves Connor comes up to Kelsey and he's like I've known you for six days and I've done nothing but call you a fucking moron I love you (laughs) I was like wow that's a big statement you know one thing to be like I can't get you out of my head Mm -hmm. I don't understand what's happening here but like I really need to see like I need to see you and not in a PI way but just in a you and me way Mm -hmm. can I take you out for dinner perfect great way to end it kind of weird to do it just after your cousin got broken up with and at the fucking wedding Mm -hmm. but it's fine and I was like okay he loves her whatever outcome aunt fucking Olivia and Emily who are just like he loves you this guy who we thought was a con man 10 minutes ago we mm-hmm. were eavesdropping so it's fine and i was like oh yep. okay it solved all those problems Weird. until oh. we wouldn't it be a shame though i mean it's such a waste of money I to know. have this whole wedding set up <laughs> and to not use it weird so what, weird. whatever is that to do mm. what 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 possibly could they do Naomi what do you think would they they would do in this moment well I certainly didn't fucking think that he was going to propose to a woman that he's known for six days and propose <laughs> that they get married at her cousin's wedding not only her cousin's wedding but her cousin who's just found out that her oh, fiance in place of her cousin yeah yeah in place of her cousin like who's just found out that her husband-to-be is having a baby with another woman that he fired like honestly like my notes are in all caps for the like the last 10 minutes of the film because i was just like there is no way that this is happening there is no way that kelsey and connor are gonna get married in this church but yeah they fucking do 
And I think she gets into the wedding dress. She does. She gets into the Wilson family wedding dress. I don't know why that was there. Who bought that yeah. one? <laughs> why is that in the church? So anyway, he proposes. She says yes. I Aunt know. Olivia's She's like scared. super dead. Aunt Emily standing behind Kelsey, who's in a wedding dress. Emily is also in a wedding dress, yep. just standing behind her, watching her have the ceremony she was meant to have. Oh my god, yeah. Crazy. The way mm-hmm. they do the ceremony as well, and like for Emily's case, is so funny. It's like, dearly beloved, thank you all for coming to this wedding. Yeah. If anyone has any reason why they should have done, I'm like, okay, you missed like 20 minutes of shit here. Like, that is not the okay, fine, whatever, it's a movie. It just made me like, oh, mm. like, oh, so bananas. They're both yeah. sat there in hideous dresses. She gets married to a guy who she fucking knows nothing about. Yeah. Who, like, literally, oh, just, just wild. You, know, you can't get yeah. married at your cousin's fucking wedding where she found out that she was not mm. going to be getting married because her husband's having a baby with someone else. Are you what? And yet, and yet, and yet that they is did. exactly and yet they what did. happened. Oh, they did what a that. romantic, beautiful ending to this wonderful movie. Oh, well, then we've got like a post credit scene where they also take the honeymoon suite. Just weird. It's, it's Just so weird. fucking surreal. You don't surreal. know where he lives. You don't know where he lives. You don't know anything about him. None of his family are there, by the way. No. Just half of Todd's family sat there confused, clapping at some fucking someone else is getting married. <laughs> It was They're like, do we still wild. need to leave the gifts? Like, what's the deal here? What should we leave? Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? I, I honestly, like, he has no don't one know. there. No one there at all. No, and not even like, George. Huh? Not even George. Not even George. He's like his only established friend in yeah. this entire movie. His only friend, no his business partner. He's constantly in that restaurant. At one point, he becomes the waiter for the restaurant. Like, surely he could have sent George a text and been like. Hey, George lol, was already getting married. The wedding. He was probably down the fucking hall. Oh fuck! Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> it was just, it was just bad because he was su- Connor is such a fucking knob this whole time in the yeah. movie. But you don't want him to have a happy ending. You want Kelsey no. to have a happy ending, mm-hmm. not with him. No, but definitely not with him. But but that's what happened. Just just in case anyone's such- not clear. <laughs> This movie was so like long and slow, and then in the last six minutes, yeah. just everything happens. And I don't even think it's six; it's just completely banana. Like, cause I my notes are just like a, the journey I went on. I mm. sat after watching this movie for an hour, literally a full hour. I couldn't yeah. watch or do anything else. I was just sat there like, what the fuck did I just? What did I just watch? Yeah. I mean, like there was loads of bits in it that made me laugh a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she she's there and she's like, for those of you that are keeping notes, and I was like, so literally, me and you, yeah, the only people who keep notes <laughs> in Christmas movies, this whole thing. It's just, yeah, it was. Oh, it was, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. The bridesmaids were like so. Po- it also turns out Kelsey was maid of honor. Did you get that? That was no. not clear to me at any point. Not but until she started walking a- down the aisle. Not until yeah, then. Yeah, she's there after the bridesmaids, <laughs> not in the same dress as the bridesmaids, not in mm-hmm. anything even similar to what the bridesmaids are wearing. In mm-hmm. a much nicer dress. The bridesmaids' dresses were blah. Yeah. They had those horrible, ugly fur sashes with them as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she had like it's that just... giant, like, bejeweled fucking Peter Pan collar. Or something. Yeah. I was like, I how mean, much like, better it's... is this? What's I mean, twenty-seven. that was like 2017. But, like, so 2015 yeah. height of fashion was those Peter Pan collars. Everyone was wearing them. That's so weird. I wonder whether that's when it was filmed in 2015. It took them two years to try and figure out how to edit it. <laughs> <laughs> um, to make it not terrible <laughs> I just don't uh, I, I and maybe laugh a lot when yeah uh, some some little off the cuff lines mm-hmm. made this movie for me and really made me like they're at the they're at the table and they're spying on Todd who's having a secret mm. date and they don't understand what's going on and like the waiter comes over and he's like, hi, can I get you guys started? Whatever. We're, you know, what a lovely date night. And they're like, oh, it's not a date. Mm. And they're like, oh, we work together. And he's like, oh, no. forbidden love. This calls for a Shiraz. And I was like, lol, great, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Just yes, made not? me laugh a lot. <laughs> Just made me not? laugh a lot. That was great. Yeah. But yeah. I had a really good one as well. Like, obviously the fucking ending is wild, but I really enjoyed when Emily and Kelsey were sitting on the bench and they were like, let's go to fucking Mexico. And I was like, yeah, gals, get out of here. Go to I Mexico. Like, yeah, earlier on, yeah, <laughs> earlier on as well, the bitter bridesmaid. I really want to give her a name. I feel so bad, but I whatever. Know. The bitter bridesmaid uh, is there and she's like, we should go to Fiji. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. Fiji, I prefer Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> right, and it was just like, 
<laughs> so stupid. And then they were like, let's go to Mexico. And I was like, I really wish they had just gone to Mexico. I really do. Imagine mm-hmm. that as the ending of the movie. It's like Emily and Kelsey just go off to Mexico. Yeah. Can I also mention as well, this? I want to see what the coverage was of this event. Me too. In WeddingDuJourMagazines.com. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like, what it was called? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what it's called. Wed- Wedding du jour oh, magazines dot com. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sylvia, whatever my name is, from Wedding Ma- Wedding du jour magazines dot com. Because originally I thought what it was going to be. I think mm-hmm. you've probably thought the same, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, we I've got this amazing reporter mm-hmm. to come and cover your wedding, and I was like, oh, cool. I guess we know who the reporter is going to be. Yeah. And then he's there, and she's all huffy with him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. He's going to be the reporter that mm-hmm. needs to write the story mm-hmm. on the wedding. Great, fantastic. No, no, he's a PI. Yeah. What? <laughs> I also thought he was going to be the reporter because it would have made fucking sense. Like that would have been the much better place yeah. for him to be the reporter. Because then it makes sense for him to be at his ex's wedding and stuff and for it to be a little bit awkward Mm -hmm. and for him to be like, oh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, we've got that sort of thing going on in, um, oh fuck, what's it called? 27 Dresses. Like the James Marsden, Catherine Heigl thing. He's a reporter, I think. Love that movie. Yeah, he is. is. Yeah. And like that works out really nicely. I, yeah, I, I don't understand why Connor had to be a P.I., I genuinely thought he was going to be the reporter because also the reporter was like the blandest, beigest fucking white lady. Oh, and nothing. Just a complete nothing. Yeah. A pointless addition Mm -hmm. to the story. I mean, it literally added nothing. No, it didn't. It would have been more interesting to see him be the reporter. And like, you can still investigate and stuff. Like, you can go to the Amber fucking school of journalism and learn how to hold your phone up in front of people's faces and take photos of them. Yeah. Um, Like, that's fine. You can do that. But not this movie. No, no. Yeah. No, an overstuffed ravioli oh of a film. I think. <laughs> wow! Just there was so much, so much, so much nothing, and then so much. Yeah, yeah. But I like. Uh, I don't know. I would give this one. Uh, I don't know. For comic value alone, I would give it a two point five, maybe three. Vanessa Hudgens out of five. I, I think, think it's. I- Oh. I think. See, this is the thing. It's because we haven't really established how we rank movies, right? <laughs> we just kind of give them an arbitrary rating, which I love. But it's like, I don't want to give this a three if we've given something that's actually decent a three. But I don't think oh. we've given anything that's actually decent a three. Yeah. Um, I think a three is fair. This yeah. is a an amazing movie to watch with your pals. Yes. A hundred percent. To have some wine and be like, I have the dumbest Christmas movie to show you. And this is what you show them. And mm-hmm. they're going to be like, what the hell and then it's gonna be he's a pi and they're gonna be like what the hell yeah. and then they're gonna get married <laughs> at the end and they're gonna be like what the hell everything that is going on and it's just and then perfect. you can all sit Absolutely together perfect. afterwards in companionable in silence, silence and just meditate upon this masterpiece <laughs> from 2017 like it's what a fucking journey it was a, a real treat oh what a what a way to end the season it's like you know one of the last I mean, obviously, it's not my last Christmas movie of the year. I will mm-hmm. be watching more. But the last one for the podcast yeah. felt ridiculous. True mm-hmm. to form. We love a Christmas wedding. Yeah. Arbitrary Christmas deadline. Tick. Mm-hmm. Hot chocolates. Tick. Uh, Douchebag. Tick. Yep. Ugly dresses. Tick. If there was a sled <laughs> and some wolves, you would have won me over. <laughs> the only thing that is missing. Only thing. Needed some uh, wolves. I can't believe they sled. never named the bridesmaids, honestly. I know. Like, it couldn't have come up. That you couldn't have given them. I mean, even call them names that start with the same yeah. letter, right? You know, the clumsy bridesmaid, Claire, the jealous bridesmaid, Jessica, yeah. the bitter bridesmaid, Bethany, right? Whatever. Just yeah. doesn't need to be anything fucking revolutionary. But just give them an actual mm-hmm. name. Anything. Just rude. Anything. Just rude. Like, call them three different versions of Sarah. You go Sarah, Sarah, and I don't know, fucking third option. Um, Sarah three. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Like anything would have been better than just calling them by Sarah, some character Sarah, and Zara. Like yeah. that's their names, Perfect. right? Sarah, Sarah, Zara, <laughs> the three, the three, the three Stooges, right? Just that would have been great. I'd have yeah. loved that, but no, mm-hmm. nothing. Just nothing. No names at all. Yeah. Just jealous, clumsy, and bitter bridesmaids, which I just thought was really patronizing. Yeah. And also, mm-hmm. if you're going to be a wedding planner, like you got to show some respect to the bridal party that you're working with, because mm-hmm. those bridesmaids are going to be your fucking best friends on that wedding mm-hmm. day. Like, because the bride's going to be useless. Oh, yeah. She's going to be lost in everything. She's like, not supposed whatever. to be doing anything anyway. That's not her job. Yeah. Her Emily's got yeah. a lot to deal with on her wedding day. 
So yeah. exactly, she needed yeah, some she's better. Get that ugly dress on, you know. <laughs> Just really appalling. Oh, it was it was it was bad. It was bad, but no, I think like three Vanessa Hudgens out of five is is yeah, fine. I think so. Like, I think so. You can watch it. You can pay attention to it if you want. Like you'll want to pay attention to the end because it's fucking <laughs> wild. It's fucking um, wild. But yeah, like it's it's a good way to end the season. I didn't realize that when we were planning the seven days of Christmas, just how wild the last two episodes of the season <laughs> no, were going to be. <laughs> we've had a lot of, this season, we've had some like really stellar, like mm, great movies mm-hmm. that we weren't expecting to love. Yeah. Like the uh, Acres of Hanukkah mm-hmm. was great, but we uh, we loved Same Time Next mm-hmm. Christmas. And then we had some absolute gorgeous garbage that we would not yeah. recommend to anyone, a la Christmas is cancelled. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I really, we haven't had like this kind of level no. of like, the, the the audacity of some of these movies <laughs> to exist. Frank, like Angel Falls, the Royal Christmas Match, oh. and Christmas Wedding Planner mm-hmm. have all been such hu- humongous wild cards yeah. that I could have never anticipated. And I've been delighted by every single one <laughs> for how fucking awful they have been. Wonderful. Yeah. What a great season. We, we had to pack some trash in there. We really did. Um, Just some, a bit trash right at the end. 100%. This, this brings us very nicely to the end of season three. Um, if you are yeah. still looking for more Jingle Bells content and you haven't listened to them yet because we've been talking about them for weeks, our bonus yeah. bells are still available on our coffee yeah. as well. Um, they're pay as you pay, pay as you can, pay what you can, um, because we know that times are really, really tough. So yes, if you're in the position to donate some money and support us financially that would be amazing all of that money goes straight back into producing the podcast whether it's covering our distribution covering our editing and eventually covering our artwork um that is what we put that towards and yeah if that's not possible for you then you could leave us a review on apple or spotify you could rate us as well that would be great or you could tweet us or find us on instagram and and just let us know what you're loving what you're watching what you're doing anything at this point (laughs) yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. we hope you have most fabulous of christmases i hope it is wonderful i hope you do not get engaged to any random people (laughs) if you have known a man for six days do not get engaged to him just because it's christmas does not mean that's okay okay no one no do not get engaged to strangers this christmas this is a psa i didn't think i needed to say this but clearly i do Yes, yes, you do. I mean, unless he's a, lot a prince, of random engagements, right? Unless he's a prince, he's then a you prince. can get engaged to him. If this you're getting prince, engaged to a fine. random prince, could you send us a picture of your <laughs> ring? We want to know what those look like. We want to know because, like, yeah, there are some ugly great. ass rings in these films. Ugly rings, <laughs> hell yeah! I'm sure your rings are beautiful. Any of you mm-hmm. who are engaged, um, yeah, wild. Yeah, thank you so much, Naomi, for all that you do for us on this podcast. I appreciate you this festive season and every season. No, I appreciate you in festive season and every season. Like, you've done an amazing job with the artwork. This has been so much fun. Thank you for agreeing to do this for a third season and also a fourth because we've got it recorded. Haha, locked you in. Yes. Oh, shit. We've said, we've said it. We've said it now. It's true. Oh, no. Yeah. No, Keep an eye on our it. socials. Maybe we'll have some some little treats for you mm-hmm. throughout the year to get you prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, our episodes are always here. If you like us, celebrate Christmas every day and you want to listen to our holiday recap in July, why don't you go the fuck right ahead? Yeah. It's here for you whenever you need it. We love you all very much. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, bags. I'll leave you a note right here Underneath the Christmas lights Carols and bells, none of them